Welcome to Notes from the North with Kyle and Sam. Welcome to Notes from the North, your go-to Minnesota Vikings podcast. Before we get started, we want to offer our thanks to PurplePTSD.com and Vikings Territory for giving us a chance to post our pod there. Be sure to check out the great Vikings coverage over at PurplePTSD.com and Vikings Territory. Kyle, I almost wanted to skip the intro today. I don't think I've been more excited to talk about a Vikings game than yeah. after that game. What, what a what a game. Uh, yeah. I know there's some conversations about uh, that being the best regular season game ever. Uh, I know we talked about this a little bit before you got on. Um, yeah. For yeah. you, maybe, what made yesterday so great? So I, I would, uh, you know, Monday morning after a game like that is going to be, you might tend a little bit toward hyperbole. And so I will acknowledge that. What I would say that this has to be the game of the year for the 2022 season. I don't think there's any game that could even come close to this one, right? And it, I'd be shocked if there was another game that, uh, you know, could mirror the excitement of this one. And in large part, because look, the Buffalo Bills are a Super Bowl contender. And I don't think anybody's that. Buffalo Bills are legit. And the Vikings are 7-1. and one. There's a lot of questions of whether or not they, you know, really, not that they didn't earn the 7-1, but were they really as good, maybe, as that 7-1 record suggested in coming to the game? Uh, and I think if we're winning, you have to say that they are. But the point being that you had two teams, right? AFC, NFC, top of the league. And for them to kind of go back and forth like they did, to me, I think of, I believe it was week three, 2009. Vikings are 2-0. That's the year that Brett Favre first came over. And it was at the last play of the game. He throws it to Greg Lewis. You know, he rolls out, evades the pressure. He gets hit shortly after he throws it, or maybe even as he's throwing it. Greg Lewis, you know, gets two feet down in the end zone. And that was the moment for me. Like, I think a lot of Vikings fans when we said, okay, like this, this season is going to be special. This actually is going to be, this is, this is going to be what we hope it is. They ended, they ended up um, going to the conference championship and they had the heartbreaking loss to the Saints. Um, but it was a special year overall. And I think this was the same effect for me of like, okay. And now obviously this is much further into the season, not week three, this is this is week 10. But that same effect of like, okay, these guys really are, like I knew they were good. I knew that they're probably going to win the NFC North. You know what I mean? Like they're going to be a tough team to beat. Um, but I don't, th- I don't think you can say, I don't think anyone can say at this point that the Vikings aren't a legit football team who actually should be taken seriously. No, they they have they have done this way too many times now for Precisely. there to be yeah. that. And I think that yesterday's game, up until this point, uh, like that that was a season defining game. This, oh yes, this oh, is a yeah. game that we will look back on, uh, oh, yeah. no matter how the season ends, and just be like, do you remember that game in Buffalo? Precisely. Where were you when this happened? Who were you yeah. watching with? And yeah, and for what Kyle and I, we had yeah. talked about actually going. Uh, yeah. we really didn't seriously end up. Uh, well, we looked at tickets, but anyways, yeah. that's um, that will be a regret that we take with us it moving is. forward. Yes, it is. Yeah, but yeah. so there was so many things that happened yesterday. There's no way that within the 20, 25 minutes that we yeah. uh, schedule that we're going to be able to do everything. I want to start with what I believe. I don't. I don't think this is really questionable. Is the best play of the game, and I actually think. This is the best. This will be the best play of the season in the NFL. 
Mm-hmm. I believe, and I, I said this to you as soon as I saw it. And I, again, I think that we kind of are cautious about any real hot take type of mm-hmm. situations. And, and you said yeah. like, it's Monday morning and coming off a huge high. Precisely. That Jefferson catch on fourth and 18 coming out of the two yep. minute warning for me was the best catch that I've seen ever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it was, I, I don't like considering circumstance yep. <laughs> worth an 18, considering all, all these things, the way that the defender was there, like yep. if I, if you put that side by side beside the uh, OBJ catch, yeah, I think I take this one. Yeah. No, I, I'm of, of the same mindset. Obviously both Sam and I are biased here. Um, I agree best season of, or best catch of the season. And Stefan Diggs had a similar catch earlier in the game where he elevated, he had that one-handed catch, but there's no one around. And I remember just saying, wow. I mean, there was, there's Stefan Diggs just like stepping up and there's that competitiveness. There's that focus. You know, there's those soft hands. And obviously you think of the shiftiness as well, the way he moves. And I was thinking, wow, there's Diggs, you know, putting his team on his back kind of thing. But then for Jefferson to be like, you know, and it was kind of this idea of like anything you can do, I can do better. Not that he was thinking that I'm saying that, but just the sense of this back and forth where you could make a pretty good argument. Don't know if it's true or not, truthfully, but you could say this was the number one, number two receiver in the NFL, Stephon Davis and Justin Jefferson, and they were just going back and forth, and neither side had a real answer for the other. And it was just sensational to see their quarterbacks trust them, and then sensational to see the receivers reward that trust. I mean, Jefferson's catch, I've seen a number of folks say it's the best catch in league history and that kind of thing. Um not a playoff game. It is a regular season game. Take that into consideration. Uh, but what I would say is that if you're having that conversation, best catch ever, you'd at least have to mention it. And maybe, maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know. But at least have to say, hey, that fourth and 18, like Sam was saying, fourth and 18, two-minute warning. It's in the con- we were, you know, the Vikings were down 17 points, three scores, right? And they're trying to complete this improbable comeback. I mean, wow. You know, just like just jaw drop unbelievable uh catch like as as good as you'll ever see kind of thing like just sensational yeah like you can have a different catch that is amazing for a different reason yeah Uh, but considering all of like the context considering the level of difficulty everything it it was incredible and i think like you said this was a battle uh against Diggs and jefferson i i think that this is a neat opportunity where you have a trade that's one for one where both players have gone on and had success. And I think both teams are quite happy with it. And I feel like it's just great to just enjoy that. Just like, you don't have to compare. don't have to, it doesn't have to be anything petty, just like, and, and we got to see the display of them yesterday. And that, that digs catch. Like I I haven't watched a football game where I made, like I was watching by myself and I made so many audible noises Uh, and the digs catch was like oh my like just it was incredible like it's just and that yeah. like you can just like feel how great it is to catch a ball at its absolute like peak yeah. at you reaching as far as you can one hand like just it it was incredible um but it's i just like the 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 game like we could it doesn't even feel worth talking about the first part of the game mm-hmm. it, the, the vikings mm-hmm. did not look comfortable uh no, it looked tense no. uh part of it i think is you're going against a very very good opponent part of it is you're playing in buffalo 
Um, And even like you talk about Jefferson, like he had a good first half. Uh, He was pretty quiet up until those last few minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, But what we saw from that Vikings team in those dying, really in the fourth quarter, I guess you can say, because you needed an entire fourth quarter to uh, come back from that. And even then the, the Dalvin uh, um, Cook touchdown at the end of the third quarter was exactly. really, they, that was necessary as well. Um, 81 yards. It Yeah, 80, 81 yards. Yeah. Um, watching this team play and watching Kirk Cousins play with some recklessness is yeah. so, so much fun to watch. I love it. I love it. It's so good. Like, like he, he, that was the definition of trusting your receivers. And like, yes. they, they just, when they got to a spot where they needed to step up, uh, yeah. just the amount of things that went the Vikings way is incredible. And I think you, you, you have to recognize there were some things yesterday that happened that maybe weren't uh, like the people can certainly put the the blame on Josh Allen, uh, some situational errors there, but Again, you do not, you only get to control what you can control. And the Vikings this year have just continued to take advantage of the opportunities that get placed in front of them and keep finding ways to win. But here's the thing though with that were there a lot of things that broke Minnesota's way? Yeah, I'd say so. I certainly, my best case in my mind, I was watching the game with my wife and Josh Allen's backed up in like the half yard line. I'm saying, if you could maybe get a safety here and then they give the ball back to you and then maybe, maybe try and get field goal range. Then they get a touchdown. Yeah. That's, you know, that, that broke his way, but that gave Davis catch was not a catch. And then for the Vikings, for Justin Jefferson on the third down to not get in for them to say that Kirk Cousins did not get in. I mean, those were moments that did not go Minnesota's way. So there was a lot there, I think both sides. And I don't think I'm even being a homer. Like, I don't think I'm being, two Vikings biased to the, the Gabe Davis catch wasn't a catch. Like, I think objectively that yeah. he did not catch that football. I, it, I think that's pretty fair to say, right? Yeah. And for them to not radio down, the NFL maybe needs – and look, credit to the Bills for rushing to the line and getting a play. Like, that's just good coaching and, and good job for the Buffalo Bills. But the NFL needs to have some sort of adjusted protocol there where maybe the referee stands over the ball and delays the snap by three seconds so the NFL can decide. I don't know what they have to do. But that was a moment where I was losing my mind, upset kind of thing. It was just so upsetting to see um, that play stand. Do you know what I I mean? Like, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that catch that wasn't? Or how do you view that? Yeah. So I, I, and I was trying to remember and I couldn't remember, but there was a couple plays. I feel like there was one with KJ Osborne early in the game that went the Vikings way. There was a couple calls or plays i think there was a there was a first down that the vikings got maybe that was the play with kj osborne that i was like i don't know if he got i i can't remember i just i just remember there being a few plays and i i feel like i try to pride myself on being pretty objective uh watching watching the vikings but i i do remember distinctly thinking you know what it feels like there is no way you can criticize the refs for this game and then the gabriel davis catch happens and it's like okay that is that was the biggest play that went in the favor of the Buffalo Bills that was based on a ref error. Yes. Um, yeah. At the end of the day, important it, it, just, just, it was very important. Although you, because of the timing of it, you can't say that the Buffalo Bills couldn't have the next play done 
the same thing. It's possible they could have. Who knows? I mean, in an alternate universe, maybe the very next play, they throw a long touchdown pass game to Gibbs or to Stephon Diggs, or you, you don't know, right? And, and, and so it's possible. Or maybe they still just work in a field goal range. That's all good. You know what I mean? Right. And, and it all works out the same. It's very possible. Right? Which, which for me then takes a little bit away from the sting of this happening. Like it wasn't like, um, it's, again, it, it was certainly crucial, important, and it was a big game. It wasn't like just yeah. first down. Like it was, it was 20 yards. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, and I think your point is, is it's important to recognize like the, again, you, you create, there, there is, it, it's not fair to come away from yesterday saying that the bills handed the, the game to the Vikings uh, at all. And that's not, that's not what I would, would ever say. Yeah, no uh, either, no. But no. the Vikings just, it just, it, I, I don't know. It, it the, Again, we still got we we're now officially beyond the halfway point. We're in the second half of the season yes. uh, point here. Yep. Um, but man, like what a great first half! And and so I know we talked about Jefferson, talked about this team. I, I want to talk a little about Patrick Peterson because he yep. came up with yep. two big plays, and I, I think it would be fair to say that his play up to this game, and even during the game, like there has been some times where it's been. He's been in a tough spot with coverage. Um, he he's he's done well, but also like this team certainly needs uh, a really good um, cornerback, like a, a top tier quarter cornerback. And he's he he does a good job, but um, there have been I think some criticisms that that have been fair that have been handed out to him. But but man, what a clutch time for him to to step up and make some huge plays. And this team just continues to continues to, to step up when it when it matters most. And today or um, yesterday, Patrick Peterson was uh, was that guy. So the two interceptions were obviously sensational. Um, I actually think he's played really nice this year. Like I think he's played really well. Um, I think I seem to recall a couple times where he's maybe gotten turned around on deep routes. Um, but overall, I love Patrick Peterson's play. Like, I think he's been good. And for him to get an interception in the fourth quarter and then the interception in overtime, you know, both of which you don't win the game without those two plays kind of thing, you know, more than likely. Uh, man, oh, man. He is just uh, uh, he's just been phenomenal. And I think the suggestion that I've seen kind of float around, I think, I think this comes from Peterson, if I'm not mistaken, saying that, you know, he intends to keep playing. And, and would like to stick around Minnesota. And so, goodness, <laughs> let's, let's hope that that is the case because he has been um, really excellent, uh, really excellent. My, my concern has been a little more elsewhere in the secondary. Uh, Peterson, I felt, has been a great leader, a great player. I mean, those two, I mean, between the Kendrick stuff down and then those two interceptions. And I'll hasten to add uh, a sack apiece for Zaria Smith and then the new hunter. So add on a couple more sacks to our total. I still think we'll have to, I'll crunch the numbers here and maybe have that ready for the next pod, uh, kind of see what our pace is in terms of that 30, 30 um, uh, sack total between them kind of thing and see kind of whether we are, whether it's looking likely or not. I believe Sirius Smith is up to nine and a half and Daniel Hunter's up to six. And so that puts them combined at, uh, was it 15 and a half, Sam? So, you know, they're, 
they're within striking distance, right? Like they're they've got a shot at this thing. And then I'll have to see too where the offense defense rank for the scores or in terms of uh, some of those things, and we'll kind of see how these predictions are holding up. Yeah, and I'll, I can do a quick. Uh, I'll, I'll do a quick calculation, but you're right. Don, uh, Hunter has six, and, and Smith is nine and a half, so that is fifteen and a half. So they they um, they've they've got they're a little bit yeah. So they're a little bit behind on pace, but they're not without being able to yeah. to do that. You got another game yeah. where you, you got them with three or four uh sacks and that's great the the actually even if you if they have uh one sack a piece um if they did average that all all season that actually puts them beyond that that 30 number exactly um, exactly so yep. having this and sorry just to go back to the peterson thing i i don't i also have thought he's been been great i just there is sure. certainly i think when you play the position that they play uh you can get criticism or you get you see the plays that they don't do well oh, yeah. um yeah but yeah. but I, I've I, one of the things I had said at the start of the year was just I had really hoped for a bounce back, not and not even bounce back because it wasn't like he was that bad last year, but even just an even better season from him this year. Mm-hmm. And, and he has, uh, yeah, he said he he has played well. Um, mm-hmm. Any last thoughts from you about this game? Again, there's just there's so many things to talk about, um, but any other whether it's standout performances from individuals or anything as a team that. Uh, for you, you just wanted to to highlight um, about uh, about uh, this game. No, I guess probably the final thing I'll say, and maybe I'll I'll try and look this up quick here to see just to confirm. But if I'm not mistaken, Sam, that would be Cousins' fifth game winning drive of the year, which yes. is a new career high for him. Uh, previously, it was four here. He was sitting on four. Now that was five, and he had a one touchdown, two interceptions. And uh, pile of yards up over 300 yards for the first time this year. Um, and I am thrilled with how he's been playing. Like, I think this is the best he has ever played for the Vikings. Just a gutsy performance, tough, hang in there, overcome bad plays, overcome adversity, don't give up. You know, that's our QB1. You know, just this is the best Cousins has played. Right? And so, phenomenal job from Cousins. I've certainly you know, shared my criticism in the past, not winning enough, that kind of thing. But man, oh man, well, well done, Kirk Cousins. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. Watching what he did, uh, especially in, in the uh, fourth quarter, um, yeah. but even still, like he, he had a couple like poor th- throw, like the, the interceptions hurt, but realistically, um, yeah, like he, he played a little bit more reckless, uh, I felt and yep. just a little bit, just like uh, decisive, uh, and and he was what allowed the Vikings team to come back yesterday. Um, yeah, in large part. Yeah, he made a, he was a major part of that. Yep. Yeah, yep. And, and along with others, Jefferson mm-hmm. defense, Patrick Peterson. There's there's many names that we can go through. Uh, also, have to say that watching the Vikings start and realizing and we're being reminded that Hawkinson's on this team was just like oh man like just like this team is so has the ability uh, and continues to be uh, so legit and I feel like in some ways it feels like there's still this cautiousness around the the team yeah. just knowing like yeah. uh, like okay is it gonna be okay and like it's like it's eight and one like I think we can uh, not saying that 
they're going to be able to win out the rest of the season, but this is a good football team. Um, this team has, has got a good spot in the NFC North. And I think it's, it's fair to say like that this team is, is legit. Like you said earlier, this, this team is good. Exactly. Like this is, um, it's time to enjoy it. It's, uh, it's time to enjoy it and understand this is a good team. I like it. Well, uh, we can wrap up the Vikings talk there. I know haven't talked much about the Minnesota wild uh, in recent weeks. Uh, been kind of keeping it more to football. Uh, quick update though. They are uh, fourth in their division. Uh, seven, six, and two. Um, certainly slow to the gates, some goaltender concerns, but are getting better. Um I know that one of the things that uh, is kind of on watch that some people have been talking about is, uh, is Everson on the hot seat. Um, I think that this team is hopefully turning around, getting better uh, as of late, but um, I think a little bit of a disappointing start to the season uh, would be fair to say up to this point, Um, Mm -hmm. but still early and uh We'll we'll keep tabs on them as we uh, as we move forward. Sure. Yeah, sounds good to me. Cool. Well, it's been fun. This is uh, it's it's not going to get much better than this. So enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> I I shouldn't say that for a regular season game. We're going to say not much better than this. They're... All downhill from here. You heard it from Sam. <laughs> what a terrible way to phrase it. No, what yeah. what I would like to say is that enjoy that win because that is. For yeah. for a game in mid November, uh, that yeah. that is incredible. Uh, Absolutely, and lots of fun, uh, and um, maybe just the the moment where you start to realize that uh, this season could be something special. So exactly, we'll uh, we'll wrap up there next week against the Cowboys. That will be interesting, um, and uh, and then the after after that they got the Patriots on uh, the Thursday Thursday right. evening. Um, so, uh, it's going to be, it's, it's an interesting stretch. Uh, we talked about this three game stretch and, uh, what a way to start it. So thanks everyone for listening. Take care. And, uh, we'll be back next week.